The Whole Health Cure with Dr. Sharon Berquist, the podcast that brings you inspiration and skills for living a healthy and fulfilled life. Welcome to the Whole Health Cure podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sharon Berquist. On this podcast, we explore the science and provide inspiration and skills for living your happiest, most fulfilling, and healthiest life. Our topic today is culinary medicine. Culinary medicine is an emerging field. It's a new educational and nutritional approach to improving eating behaviors, focusing on skills such as food shopping, storage, and meal preparation. I'm joined by Dr. Ronnie Pollack. He's the founding director of both the Culinary Healthcare Education Fundamentals Coaching Program at the Institute of Lifestyle Medicine, Spalding Rehabilitation Hospital, and the Center of Lifestyle Medicine at Sheba Medical Center, Tel Aviv, Israel. He's also assistant professor part-time at the Department of Physical Medicine and Rehabilitation at Harvard Medical School. Dr. Polak's focus, along with clinical care, is on clinical and translational research relating to the culinary coaching method, which combines culinary training with health coaching principles. Dr. Polak is the principal investigator of the Culinary Coaching Research Group, which aimed at expanding the culinary coaching as an effective, scalable telemedicine method to improve nutrition and a course director of a medical education program at Harvard Medical School that disseminates culinary coaching to hundreds of clinicians worldwide. Dr. Pollack has been featured in many media outlets, including Scientific American, Herald Tribune, U.S. News and World Reports, and USA Today. Dr. Pollack, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. Culinary medicine is a really exciting area to be in today. What inspired you? to go down this path? Oh, wow, that that's, uh, goes back uh, to my medical education. So when, when I was a medical student, I was thinking about how to uh, incorporate more um, uh, creativity in your, uh, into, your, into my education. So I um, graduated from a culinary school without, without understanding that these two fields can be combined. And, and just after graduating from culinary school, I understood that um, food and, and cooking skills are so important for health. Yeah, so you trained at Le Cordon Bleu as a chef, yeah. right? <laughs> so a chef and a physician. <laughs> As you said, very interesting combination, but really the two intersect beautifully, right? How is culinary medicine different from what people may be more familiar with? So, for example, we have nutritionists in healthcare, but this goes beyond nutrition. And certainly, you know, the concept of food as medicine has been one that has been around since Hippocrates <laughs> to <laughs> millennia, um, <Yeah>. this <clears throat> field is emerging. Can you give us a little bit of introduction into culinary medicine? Sure. So I think that the promise of culinary medicine, um, you know, in, in addition to what we know about food and to what nutritionists um, bring with food is the fact that um, until the last few years, we were focusing mostly on knowledge, such as um, should we consume more vegetables or more whole grains? 
oh, should we focus on fat or carbs? And, and we didn't talk with patients about how to prepare this food. And we, 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 we used like the, the terminology of medication. You know, you just eat that, take that twice a day, boom. And, and you know, <laughs> two, two doses of omega-3 fatty acids. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you know, people, I mean, people are not familiar with, with uh, cooking techniques and are not familiar, familiar with, with various skills that are so needed uh, to make food. And, and you know, when I, um, when I first met my first patients, I was amazed from the gap between what we hope our patients to eat to what they know to cook. And, and you know, how can we assume our patient will eat whole grains if they don't know how to cook it? <laughs> so so I, I, I really think that that's, that's kind of what culinary medicine bring, the, 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 the focused on, on skills and techniques and not only on knowledge. Yeah, which is really important and such a good distinction because it's taking the physician background into the evidence and the science behind the nutrients that you need, combining it with the how-to, how to prepare right. meals. Uh -huh. So whereas a nutritionist or a dietitian may make recommendations as to what your plate should look like, you're mm -hmm. helping to take that knowledge and prepare meals in a practical way um, so people have the skills to carry out what they should be doing. Uh -huh. and, and, and it's, yeah, and different from uh, cooking classes per se, right? Because some of those... Uh -huh are really teaching people how to cook, but not necessarily healthy. <laughs> Correct. Correct. So it bridges the gap between all existing resources and uh -huh. um, kind of helps people directly learn how to prepare meals that they need to, to be healthy. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I, I think it fits great to the overall field of um, lifestyle medicine, which is, also you know emerging very rapidly because i think that usually when we try to address behaviors we need to teach our patient how how to behave you know how to you know i mean you, you, one thing is to let our patient know that they should reduce their stress but they, but we need to train them techniques about how to reduce their stress uh, if, if we want them to do it. Uh, we would like, I mean, if we want our patient to do more exercise, we need to, we need to provide them with how-to uh, skills. So I think this fits very well with the overall approach of lifestyle medicine to look at the behavior. Yeah, and it's so important to have people practice and learn the skills, as you said, uh -huh. not just the knowledge. And currently in healthcare, this is not common to be able to go to your doctor and um, learn how to cook <laughs> or learn how to exercise, right? So you've created programs to make that possible. And can you say a little bit about the types of programs you've created? Sure. So um, we created a few years ago a culinary medicine program at Spalding Rehab at Boston. 
and uh, the name of this program is Chef Coaching. And the focus of this program is on culinary coaching. And uh, you know, what we did before we developed the program, we surveyed the US to learn what people are doing. And, and we um, identified a um, few gaps um, in the culinary training that we found. Um, for example, uh, we found that most of the culinary medicine programs were focused on uh, cooking skills. Although if you ask patients, uh, what are the most important barrier to cook, they would say time. So, you know, if we really would like our patient to adopt a new behavior, uh, we should include uh, time within, uh, within the curriculum of, of, this, of, this, um, of the culinary medicine program, either by focusing on, um, you know, on easy to make cooking skills or on time management. Uh, we also found that the program was rare, uh, rarely focused on behavioral change. I mean, none of the program included health coaching or motivational interviewing or any other behavioral change techniques. And again, if we want home cooking to be a habit, we need to include um, some kind of behavioral change technique. And last, um, all the programs that we uh, reviewed a few years ago included um, teaching in teaching kitchens, which is, which is amazing, which is great. I think you also have a teaching kitchen. Yes, um, we just started um, ours. <laughs> uh, however, however, the fact is, I'm not sure about your experience, but uh, my experience from my previous position is that is is really expensive. It's really hard to maintain. Uh, sometimes patients find it difficult to to come to the hospital just to take cooking class. Um, so we thought that telemedicine could be a good solution uh, for for culinary education. So so these are kind of our focuses: like telemedicine, health coaching as a behavioral change technique. And, and time management and easy to make food. Yeah, you know, so interesting that you did that survey to find where the gaps are and work to bridge those gaps because I imagine the program is then structured to be very practical and as mm -hmm. you said, then hence very motivational around um, what helps people make the change. What are the key principles you've incorporated into the program to help people with time management and with the behavioral change? So the, the, the key principle that we incorporated in, in the program is health coaching. So if you, if, if, uh, if you will come to, um, you know, as a, as a participant, uh, as a patient to our program, so uh, at least 50% of the time, uh, although you would like Although you would like to improve your cooking, 50% of the time would be focused on coaching, because um, because you know there there is a very interesting um, study that was published a few few years ago from Scotland that found that um, most of the people can cook much more uh, with with the knowledge they have. So you know people don't need necessarily to learn more uh, how to cook to implement home cooking. 
they, they need more confidence, they need more uh, time management skills. So we, uh, we do all of this in, in, um, in the Chef Coaching Program. Yeah, and what are some examples of time management skills that you've found um, are the most helpful for people? So, so you know, if you, if you, even if you think about, about cooking, so um and compare it to exercise so um if you would like to take like 30 minutes to to practice exercise so this is this is um this is like 30 minutes that you need to find in your own time however uh, however if you would like to um implement a new home cooking dish so this this should be something that all the family will will need to like so, so there is many differences between each behavior that we would like to address. And if you, if you think about, about time, so uh, for example, we, we teach batch cooking, uh, which is uh, cooking in uh, big quantities that, that, that you can cook, for, for example, uh, one day of your week and, and, and store the food in, in the freezer or in your fridge and then use it throughout the week. Another very uh, interesting tool that people really like, is, we call it, I'm not sure, <laughs> we need to figure out a good name, but we call it cook, it, cook while you are not in the kitchen. So, you know, most of us think that, you know, we need to go to the kitchen to cook. Uh, however, if you do emails or, or playing with your kids, you can cook legumes and, and you, uh, tons of stuff can, can happen um, in, uh, in your kitchen. Uh, so, so this is another, uh, another tool that people find very, very useful. Uh, yes, no, I, I'm a big fan of batch cooking. So um, <laughs> that's wonderful. And the telemedicine approach is pretty mm -hmm. unique. Like you said, a lot of programs that are hands-on are on-site. And so your program is available to anybody across uh -huh. the country or across in the world, really. Oh, yeah. So, you know, uh, for, for example, in our medical education program, we train so far people from more than 30 countries. So people just, you know, log in and, and enjoy the program. So uh, we are doing a very interesting path uh, within, the, within the telemedicine world. So, you know, at, at the beginning, um, our program was uh, included only um, discussions, uh, you know, food discussions as we, um, as we do now, and also uh, culinary videos. We, um, we have uh, several videos that, that we produce and, and people use to learn new skills and, and new techniques. And since last year, we um, implemented um, live remote cooking. Uh, through, through the Zoom. So, uh, you know, assume, um, just as we talk now, I, I just assume I'm in my kitchen and I am um, cooking my dinner with uh, my uh, smartphone as a camera, stream on my cutting board, and you log in from your laptop or from, or from your smartphone from your kitchen and just cook with me. And as, uh, imagine there are like eight or nine or 10 people in other kitchens that logged into class as well, and we all cook together. So, uh, so this is uh, this is kind of our most um, innovative way to teach um, um, cooking. 
And you know, when we think about culinary, about, sorry, about telemedicine, so we mostly think about uh, reducing cost, we think about improving accessibility. However, in, in culinary medicine, there is another huge advantage. And the advantage is that patients practice cooking at their home, in the place they will implement, you know, the new technique and the new skills. So, you know, in the teaching kitchen, they use the, the school uh, facility, and then they might go home and find different facility, you know, different knives, different pots, different, whatever, uh, different utensils. Uh, and, and when they join the education from home, they, they actually learn and practice in the same place they will implement uh, the, uh, the, uh, the new techniques. And, and there are science that show that this is uh, really uh, uh, effective. Yeah, you know, this is really fascinating because, you know, if the whole concept of using technology in healthcare and the many ways we do it, whether it's wearables, whether it's Zoom, uh -huh. Uh -huh. but leveraging technology um, uh -huh. is really a fascinating area and to apply it to culinary medicine is even more interesting. And you do a lot of research. And as you just said, when you look at the data of the success of telemedicine, people cooking in their kitchen versus in mm -hmm. a hospital setting or in a medical setting. Do you notice um, any difference um, in outcomes and success in people learning how to incorporate culinary medicine? Um, it, do you find, what kind of results have you seen? So, um, you know, I, I think that's, that's one of the challenges in, in lifestyle medicine that usually we are not comparing two kind of interventions. We, we compare only intervention to control. So, so you know, I, I, can, I, I cannot tell that telemedicine is better than teaching kitchen, or I cannot tell that teaching kitchen is better than, te better than telemedicine. I can only tell that telemedicine work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which is already says a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's a lot. And, 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 you know, and, and to be honest, you know, I'm, I'm a chef, okay, a, 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 as well as physician, but, but I'm a, a chef. I, you know, I like to touch food. I like to taste food. Uh, and, you know, when I first thought about telemedicine, I said, oh, my goodness, what's, what's telemedicine and, and cooking? Uh, it cannot be combined. Uh, and, and, you know, the fact that, that you can deliver tel uh, culinary medicine through telemedicine approach, it's, it's, it's by itself fascinating to me. <laughs> um, and, and also I think, I think, um, you sh I mean, you know, we, we, we should know that this is not necessarily either teaching kitchen or telemedicine. I mean, you can bring people to your kitchen for one session uh, you know, to, to get to, uh, to get to know you and to and to socialize together, and then you can continue online and maybe go back to the kitchen. Even if you have teaching kitchen, you can expand your reach by using telemedicine modules. Yeah, now there's so many ways to you know create hybrid programs. It's uh -huh, really uh -huh. just a, a fascinating way, like you said, to um, help people. You know in different settings and very, you know, increase accessibility. Your programs are structured, you know, clearly to help patients reach their goals, but also uh -huh. to 
learners, people in healthcare, physicians and um, medical trainees. And what um, are the programs structured differently for different audiences? Or are they similar? So, um, sure, if, if you're talking about uh, patient versus clinician, so um, those are two separate programs because uh, when, we, when we are working with patients, we are focusing on improving their uh, eating behavior. When we are working with clinicians, we are focusing on one, improving their eating behavior, but two, helping them translate this knowledge into their practice and how to help their patients. So um, it, it's, two, it, it's totally different uh, programs. And, and, and also, you know, today we usually talk about culinary medicine as a, as a one program fit all, but you can think about various patients. For example, um, yesterday uh, we won um, a mini grant, uh, not a lot of money, but uh, a mini grant to evaluate the feasibility of um, of our program of uh, um, chef coaching uh, with breast cancer patients. And, and uh, you know, I, I envision that the program with breast cancer patient would be different uh, from the program with patients with cardiometabolic risk factors. Um, I, I cannot tell how now, but I, 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 I assume we will do um, adjustment. And, you know, if, if you think about the future of culinary medicine, uh, so, you know, I envision um, programs for celiac patients, programs for kids, for programs for the geriatric population, and, you know, tons of, um, like, several programs, several different programs. Yeah, it, like you said, the, there's so many core essentials that are the same, yet there's some differences within each program. Mm -hmm. um, so I think there's so many directions you can go with the backbone being, you know, the same principles, you know, what's healthy for any human is good <laughs> for all others, little kids or adults. Um, yeah, and currently this whole concept of culinary medicine is spreading pretty rapidly. Um, uh -huh. Are you, What uptake have you seen across the country and, and certainly even in, around the world? Um... Yes, I, you know, I, I, I think that the uptick is huge. Um, you know, I can, I can only tell from, from my experience that um, we started to train clinicians five years ago. And last year, we thought that we trained enough clinicians that maybe we would like to learn from what they do. I mean, how they implemented what we taught them. And we, um, we, we call um, our graduates to, to present in our conference how they implement culinary coaching. And, and we received like a few dozens of uh, applications of, from clinicians that wanted to present how they implement um, culinary coaching. So, you know, that's... This is one example of, of the uptake. Um, we are working now in the chef coaching on a few collaborations with, um, you know, um, lifestyle medicine societies from outside of the U.S. on adopting um, the program for clinicians 
to various uh, cultures outside of the U.S. And, and hopefully within the next few years, we will have programs, um, you know, in other parts of the world. So, yeah, I mean, the, the, the object is, is, is huge. It's yeah. really, really huge. And it's the perfect time, right? Because not just in the U.S., but globally, I think, uh-huh. um, the increase in chronic disease and the proportion of uh, just financial dollars invested in chronic disease is so huge that I think the only way to kind of turn that corner and, and bend that curve is to redirect a, a lot of eating habits. So very exciting. What do you hope to accomplish? What are your goals and what's next for you? <laughs> you know, maybe uh, before that, uh, may, maybe just another example of, of the uptake. So, you know, we are part of the Lifestyle Medicine Group and we are very excited about uh, Lifestyle Medicine uh, interventions and innovations. And, you know, just as an example, how other professions adopt Lifestyle Medicine. So, um, two years ago, um, I, you know, the, 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 I, was, I founded a, a Culinary Medicine Task Force within the American Congress of Rehabilitation Medicine. So the, 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 the rehab physicians said, hey, this is interesting. Maybe we, we want culinary medicine stuff, you know, in our field as well. Um, you know, last, um, you know, this, this week, I, I received an invitation from uh, the American College of, Cardio- of uh, Cardiology to present in their main conference saying, well, culinary medicine is interesting maybe we should know something about it you know so so this is this is kind of emerging in many in many directions and you know back back to your question on on my future goals um so you know i i really hope that if we talk in few years uh i can tell you that um I finished uh, finish few studies that show that culinary medicine is effective uh, has, and has a long-term impact on uh, patients' health. And, and, and we are now in uh, um, completing the first year in a three-year multi-center study that evaluate the impact of the culinary coaching program. So I, I really hope that um, the... the, the the outcome of this study will be positive. And then I, I really hope that we will continue developing programs for other, for, for specific uh, health conditions, uh, you know, such as breast cancer, but more than that. And I really hope that more and more institutions will, will adopt uh, the culinary coaching approach into their um, institution. Yeah, that what what great goals. Um, no, and thank you for all that you do. I mean, I think you've really led in this whole field, and you know, our center certainly is one that has adopted a teaching kitchen, and we're you know learning the things that work and resonate, and really appreciate the rigor, the science you apply to it, the methodology, the thinking about. Um, what's missing in existing programs and what's truly helpful for patients. So um, I, you know, thank you for all the work that you're doing. In the time that we have left, is there anything you want to touch on that we haven't had the chance to talk about? 
No, just thank you for inviting me and for, you know, for focusing on culinary medicine. I think, I think this is like really important and, and, and promising uh, field. Yes, yes, it is. I think there's the time is right for innovation. So um, it's great to hear about your work. Thank you so much for talking with me today. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. The Whole Health Cure is brought to you by Emory Lifestyle Medicine and Wellness. For more information about wellness assessments, classes, and other resources, please visit our website, emoryhealthcare.org slash livewell. This material is copyrighted by Emory University.